0: Okie dokie, morning everybody. It is Sunday, March 29th, 2020. And wow, what a crazy year it's been, huh? And certainly a wild ride this month. Um, We're here for the special uh, three-part series on um, just uh, assistance in how to handle the global conditions right now. So, this will be the last session of the three extra that I've done, and I'll start back again on May 3rd. But for right now, we just welcome you here, and we always start with a meditation. So, I invite you to get in a nice meditative seat, um, do your cleansing breaths if that's what you need to do, whatever it is that you need to do um, to get yourself settled, and let everything that's transpired thus far today. Um, Just let it be a calm little ripple in the water. And I will read the intention and then I'll start in the guided meditation. At Peaceful Awakenings, we strive to remind ourselves to step more fully into faith by recognizing our fears, surrender our inner struggles, in the search for inner peace and ease of being.
1: Receive through openness, all the wonderful things available to us. To forgive ourselves and
0: others for our perceived wrongdoings. To overcome the obstacles we are faced with through courage and compassion. And to love more deeply than ever before.
1: So we just find ourselves in a very comfortable, seated position, beginning to focus on the breathing as you deepen it. If you hear the little knocking sound, it's actually the birds outside my window cracking open the sunflower seeds. So breathing in, breathing out. Slow, relaxing breaths.
0: And all throughout the meditations we've been using this year so far, We imagine a golden chalice open wide at the top of our head. The stem of that chalice
1: flows in through the top of our head and follows the line of our spinal column.
0: Here in the spinal column, it's able to radiate in through and around your physical, emotional, mental, and etheric
1: bodies. And we use the holy breath to draw down from the heavens, the God attributes of your desire, whatever it is today that you want to bring more of into your life? Is it peace, calm, faith, trust, compassion,
0: forgiveness, mercy, joy, transformation? You choose. And we begin with your inhale, breathe this God attribute forth, pause and assimilate it. Let it radiate all through your four human bodies,
1: exhale and expand it,
0: pause and project this out into your world and all of the world. Inhaling it in, bringing it down from the heavens in through the chalice, all the way down the stem. Pausing and let it assimilate.
1: Exhaling, expanding.
0: And pausing as you project this quality into your world and all the world. Inhaling,
1: bringing it forth. Pausing, assimilating it. Exhaling, expanding. Pausing and projecting.
0: Breathing in and drawing this quality down to you pausing and watching it activate in every electron of your being, exhaling, expanding it with the
1: light of the world, pausing and projecting this. Inhaling, pause, exhale. Pause.
0: Inhaling it in. This God quality. Pause. Assimilate it.
1: Exhale. Expand it. Pause. And project it.
0: One last time. Inhaling it in. Pausing as you assimilate, exhaling as you expand. Pausing and projecting it into your world and all of the world. Now find a comfortable breath, breathing in and out, slowly, intentionally, and comfortably. And just sit still a moment or two and allow that to integrate. whenever you feel like you want to open your eyes do if you don't want to you don't have to i am going to begin i'm going to begin a little bit different um you know i talk about the cosmic report and what's going on with the cosmos usually at the end of the recording but there's just too many hmm, yummy licious alignments Let's just say better to call them yummy licious than anything else. I think, <laughs> um, to not talk about them right now. So everybody knows what's going on externally. I don't even need to go there. I just, let's talk about internal today and then we can talk a little bit about external. Um, but I just want to reiterate, I wanted to start today this way because Again, there are no mistakes and there are no accidents in this universe, all right? We have created on our own and co-created and planned all of this. And the faster we can get to that place of owning it, the faster we ignite our power to change it. So that's why I'm getting chill bumps just saying that. That's why I'm presenting in this way today. So... Um, So we just finished last week or completed the new moon in Aries and new moons, you know, I talk about that all the time, always for resetting, you know, planting seeds, you know, just, you know, kind of getting clarity again and redesigning and kind of cleaning up the rough edges to anything we've been uh, focusing on and working on. But this one was in the zodiac sign of Aries and Aries is the first planet of the zodiac. So it was a double reset. So the first planet, okay, clean slate almost. And so it really means for a new beginning and to really be able to start again. And so hence came all of the chaos that's going on, which is breaking down our own internal systems as well as external six systems. So, but I just want to talk about, let's just think about how you behave when you start something new. You know, you have, you know, just think about whenever you've moved to a new place or started a new job or started a new relationship. Some of the things that we do are, you know, we just change our behavior. Don't we We put our best foot forward and, um, we go into a new environment and we're usually have lots of high hopes and we're looking for people to connect with and to co-create with. And, um, you actually, you know, you want to go like into a new job or new relationship, you know, to impress or you go into a new home and you're excited and everything seems really, you know, you're allowing the creativity to uh, come forth as you start unpacking, whatever that new thing really is. There's just new opportunities, uh, you you know, if it's a new relationship or um, a new job usually means a new structure or new routine to integrate those new things on. So you just start adjusting to new Uh, ways of being and behaving. And so if you can just apply something simple that you've done like that in your life, maybe it's not been simple, but we've all done plenty of new things in our life. And just think about how you approach new things that were exciting. They were things that you maybe wanted to do, you know, it was new, it was fresh, and it gave you a new ground to kind of uh, start designing yourself again in a new way. So if we can take some of those and apply that to right now, I think that would be very beneficial. So, you know, in that, in all newness and all change, there is bits of grief and loss. You're going to leave something behind. If you moved to a new house, you left a house that had memories in it. You're going to go to a new job you left a job where you had coworkers and relationships and a routine and maybe it was comfortable but not good for you. In a new relationship, it's like sifting and sorting and trying to figure things out with each other and, and finding that new way of um, connecting with a new relationship. But you might have had to leave something else behind. It might leave that you just came out of a divorce or a breakup or uh, being alone for a long period of time. So there's always these adjustments and with the newness, there's also grief and loss, okay? So this is really a balancing act of, of progression and releasing, okay? So if we can start thinking about the two things working in tandem together and not be ashamed and not be critical about either one of them. All right. So all of this is necessary for our evolution. And in the word evolution, it just is, I mean, really in this sense, I'm just like, what's calling your soul forth? And really, you know, listening to that, using those ears, you know, and listening for the call that doesn't really have to use the ears to hear things externally, but it's an internal listening and an internal hearing, all right, so that's the, the evolutionary process here that I'm going to use as this containment for today, and finding that harmony, and, and allowing yourself to deepen within that, so that you can hear, right, so that you don't take all of these external circumstances that you've been in and these habitual things that we've done and these distractions and this busyness, but you take this time and you listen deeper. And it might be scary and it probably is scary because sometimes the soul calls us to do things that we think are not safe. So really look at that for today, and for this time, is the thoughts that we have that are limiting us, the thoughts that we have that put us in fear, and the, the still small voice inside that's calling, and it may not be calling you to do something drastic, but it's likely calling you to make some changes. I know for me, I'm every day, I'm like listening, and listening and I'm listening, and I'm listening, and I'm listening, and I'm listening again, because it's just an interesting, interesting time. Nobody's days, or well, maybe some people, but for very few people, their days are not the same as they were a month ago. So if you sit in that silence and in that space and you start asking within, what are my choices? What is my best choice right now? What is in my highest good right now? Where can I serve right now and stay aligned? So if you can look at things that way, that would be awesome. I'm sorry I didn't open the Q&A box. So I'll do that right now. So it's a good time because if you get triggered in your fear, you forget what you're supposed to do to get out of it. That's just the way it rolls. The the momentum gets rolling. We get caught up in the fear and the old behaviors. So take pen and paper or put it in your phone, whatever you want to do, your little list of things, what I can do to step away from the fear when I recognize it. You know, there's many, many things, you know, meditate, you can go out in nature, you can listen to some music, you can play some music, um, you can soak your feet. You can take a hot bath. I don't know what those soothing things are, but those are self-soothing techniques for you. And you'll want to do that. You can practice conscious breathing. You can do a little bit of yoga or stretching. I mean, it's really endless and, it's, and it is personal. Some things are very global that we can do, but some of these things are very personal. So make sure you have got that close by somewhere. So if you're getting triggered, and you go, hey, you know, my mind's just going in a way I've gone a thousand different times before and I don't want to go there. Pull out that list, have something tangible, have some reminders throughout your day on how to recognize how you're feeling, where your thoughts are going, right? You always know where your thoughts are at based on how you're feeling, okay? So that is one thing that I would definitely suggest. And then, you know, we've been working for a a while now on what is that emotional destination that we have right above all else I want above all else I want to feel this way above all else I want to have these experiences that's again is your north star and if that is strong enough for you it will pull you out of that fear momentum all right So you all should know that by now because we've been working on it for a while, but that above all else, your North Star, and maybe put that at the top of that list with your self-soothing techniques, all right? Just so you can remind yourself over and over again. Oh, wait, no. Remember when we talked last week or was it the week before about packing for your emotional destination? What are you gonna take with you? You know, if you packed for your trip to Florida, you would pack differently if you're going to the ski slopes in Colorado, the that you want to go to, make sure you are your thoughts are packed to get you there, right? And those will initiate the feeling to get you there. So want to check in with all of those things throughout the days, all right? Your soul, communi- that communication, with the soul, and we'll call it the I am presence, your spirit, your higher self, the Holy Spirit, matters not what letters you string together for that, but it matters that you create that alignment, and we've talked about many techniques about how to align with that voice, right, because everything you need to know will be there, okay, everything. When I was about 26 years old, I had my first astrology reading and it was beautiful I mean the, the woman did a hand I still have a hand scripted uh, a chart that you know is just beautiful but she looked right that at me and said everything you need to know is within you and I was just like holy shit this lady doesn't know anything she doesn't know what kind of horrible thoughts are running through my mind so but yet yeah, It's true. It's true. You learn to uh, rely on that. But when we are brought up in a a very externally motivated world, we're not taught that. And I've spent time and I know some of you have spent and put in hours and decades and thousands of dollars to learn how to strengthen that. So this is really important. To, that's what you've got to really working on that muscle of alignment. So you can, you know, whether it's the inner critic talking to you, you know, whether it's your soul talking to you. So that takes some practice. All right. So the pathway to that and fine-tuning that relationship is imperative. And uh I'm gonna pause right now and see if anybody has any questions because I'm gonna kind of gone real general right there because I know we've care- call, um we've talked in depth about um those things already. Okay, so I'm going to get back now to the cosmos. Okay, so we just talked about the new moon and that clean slate and really building a new foundation. So think about that. We're thinking about a new foundation. All right, the other thing that's how that's helping us right now is Chiron. And Chiron is a fairly new planet. It was discovered in 1977 and it is between Saturn and Uranus, okay? Saturn is the last planet that the, we can see when we look at the sky, and Uranus is the first of the dark planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. This is a really, really, really big deal and because Chiron's known as the wounded healer, and I just found this out recently, that um, anyone And everyone born between 1950 and 1989 has Chiron opposing Uranus. It's such a (laughs) amazing thing. Everybody, all of us are wounded healers. And here's what's happening. Saturn is very disciplined and uh, structured and very physically Uh, oriented, the physical reality. And then again, Uranus is all starting with the dark planets, the shadow side. So now we've got Chiron there, and that's a bridge between what we see, you know, with these eyes, what we hear with these ears, and bridging over into the unseen. So this is our transcendence, and I mean, I can't even believe that this these two planets have done this for 40 years, right? And all of us, you know, and even if you're a little bit earlier there or a little bit later, you're still interacting with the rest of us. So you're getting some of this. We all are a group of wounded healers. And um, so the things Saturn... <laughs> is also uh, in um, Aquarius now, and it will be there for three years. There's just so much stuff going on. So here's the disciplinarian. Moves into Aquarius right now at the beginning of this decade and, and Aquarius is the humanitarian, all right? This is what we're going through right now. The discipline, softening to focus into the humanitarian, community, uh, focus type of lifestyle. And then to get there, it takes this energy of Chiron to bridge us. And I, I hope that makes sense. I am certainly not an astrologer, but I know enough to know that this is a big effing deal. So, and that we cannot change it we can only change our experiences about it. And then from there, how we are going to work as an individual or as collaborative people to shift all of that. So, so we're talking a three-year intense period that we're going to be in that's allowing us to break away from old structures into more new humanitarian, um, global equanimity type of ways of being. So So the things we've disassociated from, I'm gonna just read this, we've ignored because of belief systems or because of the pain or because we've been lazy or because we've had an I don't care attitude or we've allowed ourselves to be distracted by what we see and think is important. Then during this time, we also get an opportunity for reconciliation. And just see that, watch for that opportunity for reconciliation in your own life and in these pauses that happen in the external world, all right? It's a awakening up for all of humanity. And the good news is that we're all uh, at a place where maybe not consciously, but at least subconsciously at the soul level, we have been calling this forth, this wake up call, this shaking us up. Can't keep doing it the way we've been doing it. It's so is so harmful to the soul, really is, it? it's a, a deprivation. So in addition, we've just entered, okay, I just talked about the discipline and the structure with Saturn. We've just entered that Saturn moving into Aquarius, and um, it requires patience. All of us have had to deal with Saturn. Of course, the intensity of all of this depends upon your own individual chart, but but in the big realm, we're all being impacted by this. In, um, we have two Saturn returns in our lifetimes. And, you know, depending on how you live, I guess you could get a third one if we really evolve. But it happens in your late 20s. And then again, in your late 50s. And Saturn really challenges you about what you're doing. Are you on the path you need to be on? Are And it will rip your life apart, it really will. And you can look at most people uh, in those late 20s times, they usually have major changes in their lives. And again, in your late 50s. So um, we've all have to deal with that and then now we have to double deal with it. <laughs> so, but it's such a wonderful, rich opportunity. I just love it because it helps us. Uh, Saturn helps us to get time. It's it's a very slow moving planet, so it gives us that time. That's why we're in three years of this. It gives us that time to really think and to get uh, clarity and to pause and to be patient with ourselves and the world because none of this is going to happen overnight. It's really going to take time, right? You know, we're still in the middle of the chaos and in and, and such a global chaos. You know, we've been in um, different countries or ha- have had problems, you know, but it's been a long time that everybody's been really impacted. And um, and it's going to take us some time to start seeing the major restructuring coming out of that. It's It's starting. But to and some of it's already been um, planned, but here we are to to see that grow with momentum. I think will be very exciting. So, um, but really just allow allow that. If you know what you're dealing with, it's easier to deal with, right? You can just not take it so personally. You can practice forgiveness. You can practice acceptance, and really use it as a more fruitful time, as a really fertile ground in that way. So also within this, because of the Aquarius, there's a master plan already in place that is very um, innovative, new, for the greater good of all people, okay? Not just one economic group, not just one race, not just one country, not just one age group, innovative master plan for us all. And so to be able to rest in that a little bit and just trust, you know, we're challenged to be still and trust. Where is your faith? Where is your reliance? Understanding that, knowing that, paying attention. You know by your thoughts where your reliance goes, okay? You know, am I relying on money for my peace right now and security, am I relying on my inner strength, am I relying on a higher power, am I relying on another human being, Um, am I relying on a corporation, what am I relying on for that peace and ease of being and faith and trust, you know, and so paying attention to that, so you want to work with your own energy first, and why are we so important and emphatic, you know I'm emphatic about that, um, because your shit's your shit, and if you don't clean it up, and you take it, and you go into some, let's say, a group or an organization that's doing some innovative stuff, and you're very attracted to that, don't think you won't run into your shit, okay, you're going to find somebody in There's going to trigger it, because you haven't cleaned it up yet, and I'm not saying you've got to become perfect to get out there. Not at all. Just know it. Know it. So when that trigger happens, you don't get into some kind of overwhelming loop for blaming or being shamed of or creating an uproar, whatever it is that you're, you know, do when you get your core belief systems triggered, you know, know it. So when it happens, you take care of you and then you get clean and clear when you show up to do this innovative um, new earth type of stuff. So that's why it's important to do your work first. Just even the awareness of it to know if I'm triggered, that usually I'm being really mean to myself, judgmental, critis- criticizing, kind of get depressed a little bit, withdrawal, all of those things, or I'm gonna blame somebody else and so I'm gonna all, hyped up on my anger and pointing fingers and gritting my teeth and all that stuff. So usually there's some version of one of those two going on when that happens. Recognize it, right? Recognizes it. Pull back. That's when you pull back energetically. You don't even have to pull back physically, but if you need to do, but pull back and work on that self-soothing, heal that heart, heal that wound talk to yourself, do whatever it is, talk to your counselor, your coach, your clergy, you know, whoever is the light in your life, talk to them, you know, do what you do, have your list of things that I do, and then let it go, right, and it's so easy, it's almost, it's easier now, if the intention's there, and the pathway's been built, it's easier now, and then you rise up, And you come in with a newer, fresher energy and a newer version of you. Like every minute, every breath, you have an opportunity to create this newer version of you. All right. So do this. Do this. Then your impact, right? Then your impact is higher. And and then the evolution for the entire globe happens faster, right? There's still so many timelines, you know, moving because all of this is up to us. The more sincerely and honestly uh, we work on ourselves, then the energy that we bring to the world that generates a new world happens faster. So, but that means no judging for the people that aren't there yet right? No judging for them. They will they will get there, okay? They will get there because we're all here for a purpose. So, no accidents, no mistakes. Take personal responsibility. Take personal responsibility for your thoughts, your actions, your feelings, your belief systems, all right? Thoughts, words, actions, feelings, and belief systems, all right? That's your personal responsibility. And then years ago, I know some of you have heard me say this about uh, Eckhart Tolle. Years ago, I don't even know how many years ago, I just heard something you know, about him. It says, he, this is a phrase that he uses. He says, just say anything, something happens you don't like. This is exactly the way I planned it. I can't hardly say it without smiling and giggling but underneath it sometimes there's this big frustration right but it's so true because if we're taking our personal responsibility we say this is exactly the way i planned it and how do i know it well hell here i am i'm right in it how can i just blame everybody else for it i'm right here i'm in it i'm part of creating it so if you can just say that it relieves so much pressure of trying to fix 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 and change 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 and control 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 other people, other things that are just too much, right? Accept your part in it and just relax in it. There's nothing that can't be healed, all right? Nothing that can't be healed. And there's no level that anybody is at that you can't rise above it, okay? That's just the way it rolls. So this is just a great phrase, I believe, you know? This is exactly the way I planned it and then release yourself of that heaviness of trying to fix it. And then you come at a, oh man, a, a relieved place, a place of relief where then
1: you together, okay?
0: All right, I'm gonna pause again. If anybody has any clarity that they need, uh, anything they want to add or comments, feel free. I know I titled this class several things, <laughs> uh, you know, making love with yourself and uh, overcoming your pain and suffering, and and that's exactly what we're doing here. You know, we're talking about taking a, a step back and seeing this as an opportunity for great global change. We're saying this was planned, and we're all a part of it. We're saying that whatever you're experiencing in your life right now, you planned it for yourself, so you could overcome these core beliefs that are stuck. These uh, issues of fear, you know, it's basically the fear that's got to be overcome, right? Because the fear is is the same as the ego, and as long as we're in alignment with that fear and the ego, it's going to make it very, very difficult to step fully into that Aquarian age of humanitarian, of equanimity, of community, of all global oneness, all of that um, that we're hungry for. We're very hungry for it. these wounded warriors we are, right? Get yourself a little like heart's yumminess, you know, because we are wounded warriors and we're wounded healers. We've all been in the trenches and there is an aspect of every one of us that went into into a healing field okay i can see everybody that's on here and even if you're not on in a current healing field i know that you heal in the environment that you are in so so I know we just need some love so much and by just accepting it you know this is what we did and and we've done this and it is going to get easier but it might get a tad bit scarier before it gets easier so but just make sure you love on one another and love on yourself in this way and however that looks for you all of those self-soothing techniques even just I noticed the other day um, I use these waffle um washcloths to wash my face. And, and, you know, they're, I wouldn't say they're rough, but they're not smooth. And I was just doing warm water and I just, behind my neck, it felt so good. I almost broke out in tears. It was just such an unusual experience that I hadn't noticed before. And so it was very nurturing to me. So little things like that, let them be nurturing to you, find just that moment where, oh, I can spend another moment just putting warm water and rubbing the back of my neck, right, I can do that for me, because it feels, you know, and it felt like, it felt like a mother, it felt like a, the love of a mother, you know, and don't we all need that right now, don't we all need that to just feel embraced, maybe not of the mother that we had in this physical reality, but of that divine mother, that being held and nurtured and And just loved on and you can call that forth you can call that forth and you can have it be revealed um, to you in so many ways so recognize that softness that you can grab a hold of in different moments and utilize it just really move into it so you can love on yourself you know it it ain't been easy for any of us so um, but here we are right um, I, I've got some steps here about, now let's just take all of this and kind of tie it together. Um, the number one step is work toward personal surrender and acceptance. And that in the things that are not in your control, so much about what's going on right now, we don't have a lot of control over. We're almost just watching and just uh, you can watch in panic, you can watch in disbelief, you can watch in fear. There's so many things that you can get activated in that. And But also watch yourself do that, okay? Watch yourself do that and see if you can just surrender because you can't stop it, right? You can do your part and just hope and pray that what you're doing is making a positive impact, which you already know is, okay? But there are so many pieces of this and, and do your best to pull away from the pieces and recognize the pieces you cannot control and identify the things that you can and make an impact with those. Also, through this, decide who you want to be in the world, your best version of yourself, right? so much is getting revealed, um, being at home, um, uh, having a lot of time on your hands, some of you, um, having your fears activated, some of you having, you know, uh, your income decreasing, you know, everything, you know, whatever it is for each one of you, pay attention to that and decide because of this, right, because of the suffering, because of the pain, because of the struggle, who do I want to rise up out of that, be a rising phoenix? How do I want to rise up out of these, uh, this pain and suffering? So get that clarity, right? Make sure you got that clarity. I've talked about this before. You want to know the direction you want to be going in, right? If you pack your bags and you get in the car and you want to go on vacation, but you didn't decide where to go, you'd probably just sit in the driveway. I mean, what else would you do? I don't know where to go, right? Just sitting there, got a whole week off, got money in my pocket, just don't know where I'm going, right? Decide where you want to go, right? Decide who you want to be and make those decisions and you can make it every breath. There's no decision that you make this moment that you have to abide by the next moment you get clarity through each experience of life and you get clarity as the incoming information comes as you sit still and you start tapping into that soul and heart space, that information comes in and that gives you more and more clarity. All right. We're lucky again that we're working with Saturn. It's going to give us three years. Okay. Give us three years of um, healing this wounded healer and this wounded warrior in us and getting more and more clarity about how to be in the world and in in with ourselves finding some new comfort zones so the third one is take a strong look at the things that you have been doing and participating in that don't help you to move in that direction okay the decision to move let's just say for today I choose ease because it's, and that's true for me today. It's cloudy and rainy. We had sun for like three or four days, which has been not happened in like six months. And I wanted to go get some more things done out in the yard, but it's been raining all morning and it's cloudy. So I decided, okay, today I get to choose something different than I thought and I'm going to choose ease and I'm going to also attach some creativity onto that, all right? So today I made a different decision on who I want to be today than I thought I wanted to be today yesterday. I hope that makes sense, okay? So who cares, right? It's only for me, right? It's only for me to be a better version of me. If I got up and I got angry at the weather and the rain and the cloudiness, what good would that do anybody? Certainly would not do me any good. And Certainly that energy being projected out in the world is not good either. So decide, just decide every day what is in best alignment for you. What is the best, you know, not even like a day. You can, you know, I could decide to be a, a creative person at ease today. And then maybe three hours from then, I decide to do something else and to be a different person. So all of these just little tiny idiosyncrasies, they make big differences. Because in the little tiny stuff, you get to kind of play around with that, right? You get to kind of play around with that. And then when it comes to the bigger stuff, you get to stand stronger in making new decisions and new choices. And the ones that are most in alignment to to get you to your emotional destination. Also remember,
1: sorry, E G I.
0: If your emotional destination is peace, let's just say that, and you're every day really conscious of that, being peaceful, bringing peace to situations, acting in peaceful ways, feeding that, is that good for the world? Well, hell yeah, it is. You know it is, right? So don't have to always be so hung up on um, going out and joining a group and the next thing about that. And I'm not saying don't do that if that's really in alignment with you, but I'm just saying one more peaceful person on the planet is one more peaceful person. One more happy person is one more happy person. So Sometimes that is really just enough, okay? So again, this be at ease. You know, if you're radiating light, you don't have any clue the impact of that, but it's probably way bigger than you think, okay? Um, Number four, once you have a grasp on the things that you have been participating in that aren't leading you into that above all else I want to be or I want to have, they're not leading you into that, You know, you've got to really look at the way you're sabotaging and taking yourself backwards. Like you might take two steps forward and then you might have a what the heck kind of day and not do that. And so look at that. It's time to really look deeper, right? This gives us that great opportunity with Chiron right now to really look at those wounds so that we can bridge over and transcend. This bridge is about transcending, you know, into the unseen world and that's exactly what transcendence means exactly what metaphysics means so above the physical beyond the physical and this is what we're talking about doesn't mean we're not going to be in these bodies and we aren't going to be interacting with each other it means we're going to be behaving in a way that is more oneness more love oriented more uh, equanimity for all beings and all living things uh, more kindness-oriented, all these things we've been kind of talking about since Chiron. You know, if you look at 1977, when Chiron was first developed, you can think of it, look at all the alternative healing that came about. And I mean, pretty much so many of the things that we are all engaged in at different levels uh, are were, are have developed, you know, so many things, whether you're the receiver of massage therapy, our naturopathic medicine, our energy healers, I mean, those words were very, very underground kind of words before Chiron opened the door for us to move forward in this way. Um, look for, if you go in deeper, you want to look for, and you've all had these before, you lived enough life, those just aha moments and that, wow, that makes sense. You know, and just a gentle way, just make some sense of all these little things. Okay, so that's what we're looking for. Dive a little deeper. If you notice that you're sabotaging yourself, uh, that you're going back to habitual ways of reactivity, just take it a little bit deeper. Investigate. Uh, Jean Houston, she's an incredible sociologist. I don't know if some of you know of her. But she, there's a quote of hers that I just love. And she says, be the archaeologist of your own soul. And so that's what the diving deeper is, being the archaeologist of your own soul. So you think about that. The fifth thing I have down here is, what are you thinking about and focusing on the most? Are you ready to place your attention elsewhere? Are you willing to rise above the old limiting beliefs? And are you willing to surrender the fight? All right, so where are you placing your thoughts? Where are they going? All right, it's a in times like this, it's so easy to catch the momentum of negativity and fear and judgment. And I'm just as guilty as you guys are. I had a conversation last night with somebody that's on here today about judging, <laughs> so uh, you know, it's just there, you know, it's very. It can be very difficult. But when you notice it, just noticing it, and then you have to check yourself, right? You don't have to make a big deal out of it. Just check yourself and say, you know, even if I think that, I don't need to put words to it. If it's not putting out any positive stuff, right? But there's an old saying that's called an ego in search of evidence always finds it. All right. So if you want to get on the bandwagon about anything, you'll find somebody to get on that bandwagon with you. So so this is about looking at that and just keeping yourself in a little bit better check. All right. What is your vision for the community, your country, and the world? So this is a good time for that too. I wouldn't say get too specific on it because a lot of things are gonna be changing. There's probably some things that are gonna really surprise you and hopefully mostly in good ways. Um, But really, you know, we all know that visualizing is a really good tool to use. So what is it, you know, even if it's just a feeling, you know, would you want everybody to feel, you know, it's kind of like the meta prayer in Buddhism, you know, may all people be at peace, may all people be fed, may all people now I can't remember it, be it, I don't even remember it right now, so, but you guys know, uh, you know, the, the meta prayer, what do you want for the universe? May all people be blameless, you know, may all people feel love. may all people feel nurtured, you know, what is it that you want as a global type of vision? And go ahead and just hold that, you know, despite what's going on, hold on to that vision. There's no, uh, there's no loss in that. It's not anything that's a waste of your time. All right. None of us have lived in a a world, you know, um, that we can recall, um, where that's existed. So sometimes really the intricacies of that is, mind-blowing, how could that happen, right? You know, how many things, how many knots would have to be untangled for that to happen? But yet you can still just kind of hold that bigger view of it and hold that energy of it and that even if it's just an inkling of a belief that we can get there, just go ahead and feed that belief because you're going to be focusing your energy in a more positive way and uh, then staying in disbelief. And then how can you make a daily contribution? for yourself and moving forward in this way. And basically all the things I've just said are really about ways to make a daily contribution. And then once you master that, you know, what, uh, what activity do you want to put out there or, or be a part of? So just allowing yourself now to really think about that. How do you want to make a contribution um, to this uh, individual change that will create global change, all right? And then, um, I just really wanna talk again more about the foundation building. Um, If you've ever built a house or seen a house being built, most of the work, I mean, the big machine work is all brought in for the foundation, right? got the bulldozers and the whatever's I don't know all of the names of the big machines but you know you've got the concrete and you've got the rebarb and you've got you know maybe steel bars I mean it and the foundation of a home is really takes up a lot of time to build I know that much and it takes a you know, and, and there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no reward, right? If you're building your own house and they're spending three months on the foundation, every time you go out there, it's like, where's my house? I don't have my house yet. <laughs> so it's really, really important. And you don't see the end game. Okay. So that's where we are right now. We're building some new foundations for global change and for our own personal change, things that are sustainable. That are going to hold fast, that are going to offer security and comfort and and safety in a new way, knowing can, that everybody else is getting this too right so think about that foundation and what that takes you know all all it takes a lot it takes a lot and then we're I'm just talking and making a reference just to one house, and we're talking about globally okay so if you can kind of see that and accept that, that all of this is starting this opportunity for new foundations to be built. And, and that takes some time. It takes some ingenuity. It takes a lot of equipment. It takes a lot of tools. It takes a lot of very strong uh, things, concrete and steel. Um, It just takes a lot. So think about that. It's going to take a lot now and that that's okay. We want it to be, strong, right? We want it to be a new platform that is going to um, give everybody a better launching place. So, and we do all of this. How do we do this? Lovingly, right? You love yourself for everything that's happened and transpired. You love yourself when your fears are being revealed. You love yourself when your agitation and anger is being revealed. You love yourself when you want to blame. You love yourself when you want to um, be harmful in your thoughts or actions towards yourself. You love yourself through that suffering and you just hold that in in a place that lets you breathe easier, all right? That really lets you breathe easier. So with love, acceptance, forgiveness, willingness, embrace the all of everything because the most of it we don't have any control over. We have control over how we think about it, how we behave about it, what we say about it, how we feel about it. And we have control over, even though this is a little bit part of the shadow side of us, the belief systems that keep us stuck in some of this stuff. And that's what takes a little bit of digging. You know, those are, uh, those are in the darkness. They're the roots of our uh, so-called limited behaviors and thoughts processes. They're rooted in, they're in the dark, all right? And that's why you got to do a little bit of excavation on yourself to be relieved from them. So rising above and expanding your perspective, and then... (sighs)
1: Let's take a pause and a sip. I'm about ready to kind of close the class.
0: I'm not about ready to kind of close the class. I am about ready to close the class. <laughs> um, but just keep remembering you are the creator and you are a co-creator. And if you accept this and decide um, who you want to be and who you want to create with and take responsibility in all this, you'll find liberation, transcendence, peace, love, and freedom. And uh, I know you're just as hungry for that as I am. So
1: I'm just going to pause. And I'm going to lead us in our
0: closing meditation and prayer. And during this time, if any questions arrive, as everything kind of integrates and settles in, we'll have time for
1: that, so.
0: Again, just close your eyes. If you need to use a cleansing breath, it's a deep breath in through the nostrils. And exhale out through the mouth. Letting the shoulders drop,
1: rolling them around. (sighs) Softening the belly. Letting all that incoming information just settle where it needs to settle.
0: Just knowing that seeds have been watered, the seeds of truth that already reside in you,
1: and trusting that as you need to know more, you will have a hunger and a good question.
0: And as a shadow side needs to be revealed, you stay open and willing to see it for what it
1: is, a grand opportunity.
0: See if you can take your breath to a part of your body that feels a bit tense right now. Breathe that holy breath right into that spot and soften it. And take that breath and move it to another part of your body that might be holding tension. And breathing in that holy breath right to that spot. Giving some love from the heavens. To sink deeper into your body as more and more ease comes. And I'll read the closing prayer. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And when there is sadness, sadness. Joy. O Divine Master, grant that I might not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in the giving that we receive. It is in the pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in the dying that we are born to eternal life. So for April, just a quick just for the energy of April, we start the new month this week and we want care, compassion, and contribution, right? Always self first and then extend that out, right? Bring that care to self, extend it out. Bring that compassion to self, extend it out. Being that contribution to self something that helps build a better foundation for yourself, more loving, kind, easy, and then give it out. Okie dokie, smokies, any questions, any comments? Every Sunday, a big breeze comes through. Every Sunday, all last year and this year, during this, I just feel it as an affirmation. And and when chimes just start going, I don't know if you guys can hear them through the windows or not, but some of the people who came to the house and, and attended last year, they know that it's like at some point in time during the time that we spend together, a big breeze comes through and just affirms our gathering for the greater good of all of us and um, for all beings. Thank you, Jane. I'm very glad to have you here. I'm very grateful to have you all here. Wonderful. Thank you, Nikki. You can hear the chimes. (laughs) That's great. Uh, All right. Well, every single one of you knows I love you and I appreciate you and, um, Always being here um, on the community that we are building, and uh, have the best day that you can possibly have today. All right, for yourself and then all the world. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Appreciate you guys. And I will, I guess, I'll do this again. Starts May 3rd, okay and the focus will be transcending the physical reality. So we're working on transcending the four human conditions this year. We just completed the emotional. We had these three classes for the current situation, and then I'll be teaching on transcending the physical reality for um, the series, and it starts in May. All right, much love. Have a wonderful day and a great April, and reach out anytime you want to. (laughs) Bye-bye.